welcome. This is uh, your host, Attorney Alan Edmonds, and I'm bringing you another original podcast on national security clearances and uh, specifically the implications of investigative reports. Frequently, uh, when our clients hire us, it's a result of uh, an allegation that was formally uh, discovered in an investigation. So the investigations can take many forms. It can be a arrest by uh, law enforcement. You get arrested by the police for a DUI. It can be an arrest for a criminal conduct. You uh, got arrested because you were involved in or allegedly involved in criminal conduct and a police report results. It can also occur when you're in the military and uh, you can be in the military on an active duty status or you can be a contractor and you can be subjected to an investigation. And that's what we're going to talk about today. As I said, this is attorney Alan Edmonds. I'm with the Edmonds Law Firm and uh, we have offices across the United States to serve you active duty military veterans and DOD contractors and federal employees. Uh, our number is 800-481-2526. If you have questions, I'd uh, be delighted to talk to you about your situation. We handle all aspects of uh, security clearance from uh, investigations, uh, con consulting on the SF-86, how to fill it out, uh, also the responses to SORs, which is called the Statement of Reasons, um, and SIR, which is Supplemental Information Requests, which are becoming increasingly pro uh, prevalent and popular by the government and uh, commonly referred to as interrogatories. I've described them in other podcasts and YouTube videos as uh, very dangerous. Interrogatories and supplemental information requests are like sticks of dynamite. Everything you say in the, your response can be used against you. And uh, if you're getting such a document served on you, it's a prelude to a statement of reasons. And then, of course, our attorneys are trained and skilled in the courtroom. We're very aggressive uh, litigators, and we do the formal hearings. And I want to take a little uh, detour here and talk about this. Um, many of you call me and you've uh, gone to other law firms and were quoted incredible fees, uh, fees that were just uh, astronomical. And uh, these are brick and mortar law firms. They're law firms with lots of lawyers and they have a huge overhead. And you're getting quoted uh, prices that are absolutely absurd. The Edmonds Law Firm has been helping people for over 45 years. And uh, our fees are very modest. Uh, we also offer special fees for veterans and active duty military. And we have payment plans for uh, our clients of modest means. But uh, please give us a call if uh, you're facing any type of security clearance action. Paying fifteen dollars and $20,000 for a security clearance hearing is uh, totally unnecessary. And um, I hope that you will do your due diligence and contact us. The other thing that some lawyers are doing, and this is regrettable, 
probably because of the competition in the marketplace. Uh, they're quoting you high fees to justify going right to a hearing. Uh, at the Edmonds Law Firm, when you respond to an SOR, we offer you options. You can go to a hearing or you can do a written response. And uh, we think the written response is uh, very, very favorable because it opens up the opportunity to have the case withdrawn. And we send our clients copies of letters from different agencies where we did the formal written response. They reviewed our response, which runs uh, 20 to 30 pages long, and they withdrew the SOR. End of story. Our clients got their clearance and no hearing was necessary. But most importantly, you didn't have to pay for a hearing that you didn't get. If uh, the case does proceed to hearing, we quote a flat fee for that. And uh, we are probably number one or two in the entire United States nationally for doing uh, formal hearings. So uh, that's just some uh, information. Today, though, I want to talk about something that I alluded to earlier, which is uh, getting a statement of reasons from the Defense Counterintelligence and Security Agency, commonly referred to as DCSA, the good folks at Fort Meade, uh, who issue the majority of statements of reasons, getting an SOR from Fort Meade based on an investigation conducted by the military. And so what am I talking about specifically? I'm talking about clients that were subjected to allegations of misconduct, whether active duty or contractors on a military installation. And they uh, were subject to an AR uh, investigation. And um, the investigation is uh, commonly referred to as an army 15-6 or an AR 15-6. Those investigations contain very, very loosely worded allegations. Uh, they are for one purpose, and that is to uh, find that the individuals discussed within those investigations are punished or brought to an administrative conclusion that's unfavorable, and the government is using the AR-15-6 now as a basis under Guideline E, personal conduct, for a revocation or denial of your security clearance. Now, it doesn't have to be just personal conduct under Guideline E. It can be Guideline G, alcohol consumption, if the AR-15, this is the Army version of their investigation, if the AR-15-6 alleges alcohol abuse or misuse, or guideline H, drug involvement, or guideline J, criminal conduct, the investigation is given to Fort Meade and they reference it. And that's the case that I just got hired on today by an individual who was a contractor and he had a army AR 15-6 uh, investigation done three years ago, three years ago. And October 31st, 2023, he got a statement of reasons citing that investigation and its findings. 
And the government just put a ribbon on it and said, we are revoking your clearance for the allegations that occurred three years prior. So this raises some interesting questions. And the first question I had is to this uh, client, what did you do when you got the notice of investigation? Did you participate? Did you respond? And did you submit any documents? When you get an AR-15-6, you are entitled to respond and defend yourself. And so many people don't do it or they do it uh, very poorly and uh, don't understand the process. So when you get an AR-15 or any other branch of the service, an investigative report, and you may be a civilian, please do a formal response because it becomes part of the record. Here, we got this case. My client got a uh, AR-15-6. He didn't respond. He uh, was terminated uh, from his civilian job because of it. And now he's facing an SOR. And uh, the allegations are unrebutted because he never responded. So this is a general rule, a general admonition that I give all of you folks out there. When you get a notice of proposed action called a NOPA, N-O-P-A, or you get a notice of suspension, or you get a notice of temporary suspension, or you receive a statement of reasons, or you receive interrogatories, absolutely lawyer up and do the correct response. Many of you are brilliant, and you try and jump into the legal field and you think that you can handle this because it looks simple enough on its face, but it is much more convoluted and much more involved, and you don't do an adequate job. But please respond to these initial challenges against your clearance or against your job. We do a lot of federal employee actions here, Merit System Protection Board and EEOC, and the formal response is uh the cornerstone of the action, and you've got to respond. This isn't an instance where you want to save a hundred bucks or a thousand bucks. This is your career. So uh, do the formal response to the investigation. And then when you get a statement of reasons, avoid the temptation of trying to answer it yourself. We got another case that uh, retained us today. And a woman did a response to an agency, SOR, Statement of Reasons from the CIA. And she wrote, hand wrote, a two-page letter and sent it in. And I said, did you include exhibits? No, I didn't. Did you include a legal brief with argument of mitigation? No, I did not. Did you admit or deny the allegations? And she didn't know what I was talking about. So her response is totally useless, and uh, she missed a golden opportunity to try and put an end to the action. Today's case involved the uh, Army AR-15-6, and uh, then of the subsequent SOR, we've been retained to respond to the SOR, which we are going to do. And uh, we're going to go back and look at the Army investigative report to see if it had errors and to see if it was defective. 
because the government has adopted it in full in the statement of reasons. So we feel that we have an opportunity to attack the investigative report, the AR-15-6, attack its sufficiency and attack its conclusions as a defense to the statement of reasons. So I wanted to alert you to this. Many of you make this mistake and uh, you're mano y mano, man. You're fighting this. Don't look at your FSO for help. They're nice people. Don't look at your S2. They're overworked and they'll give you uh, tongue-in-cheek advice, so to speak, and tell you, oh, just write a response. That's terrible advice. So don't do that. It's you versus the uh, government here and uh, David versus Goliath. And you've got to recognize the challenge and recognize the implications to your career for years ahead. So uh, don't dig yourself in a hole. Call me 800-481-2526. I'd uh, be delighted to help you. I have 46 years of very, very heavy, uh, aggressive litigation experience. I love the courtroom. So do the lawyers at the Edmonds Law Firm. We have offices in California, Texas, Florida, North Carolina, and Washington, D.C. And we welcome an opportunity to see you and answer your questions. So give me a call. I hope this podcast was helpful. 800-481-2526. Thank you.